Hello, welcome to Dumpy Little Unicorn. I'm here today with FD Lee. Hello. And we're coming at you live from the convention centre at Worldcon, which we've tried to find ourselves a quiet little spot on the, <laughs> the fourth, third or fourth floor of the convention centre. We're in the naughty corner. We're in the naughty corner. So welcome, FD Lee. Thank you. So you're here at Worldcon promoting your books. Would you like to sort of tell everybody about what about your work. <laughs> I would love to. I'm the worst person in the world to describe my own books. I always get in a bit of a, a jumble. But I'll try and do it lovely and neatly for you. Um, so I write science fiction and fantasy. I've had bestsellers in UK and USA on Amazon, which is pretty nifty. My fantasy books are kind of fractured fairy tale retellings with a strong female cast and quite a strong intersectionally feminist approach. Excellent. Yes, <laughs> I wear my heart on my sleeve very much so. So they're about... Okay, so let me ask you a question. Okay. When you think about fairy tales, you know, you always have the same kind of hero. Yes. And the same kind of heroine and the same kind of villain. Yes. Yeah. And the reason why that is, and this is going to seem very obvious, you're going to kick yourself, but clearly the reason why that is it's because there's a totalitarian fairy government controlling the narrative of stories in order to control the belief formation of human beings to power their city. Yes, that does actually make perfect sense. When you think yes. about it, right? When you... <laughs> but then that's pretty much so. I got the idea for the first book. It was, you know, Christmas time and the pantomimes were going on. And I've always been really bugged by Cinderella because, you know, she just marries this guy. She's yeah. never met him and, you know, oh, and Buttons is there and he's very nice and they actually have more in common yeah. and da, da 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 And I just got so annoyed about it and I was on the bus, perhaps tellingly on my way home from the pub, and I was on the bus and it just suddenly, I just thought to myself, why are these always the same? And then I had the idea of a little kind of short, fat fairy, my cabbage fairy bee, and I was thinking... So why do the fairy godmothers, you know, what if there was a fairy godmother who went rogue? What if there was a fairy godmother who said, actually, this is nonsense and let's, let's see what happens if we don't behave ourselves? And kind of from that sort of bus journey okay. home anger at pantomimes, I've, I've now written three books. Excellent. <laughs> I am liking the idea of a, of a short, fat fairy godmother. I, I'm up, if it ever gets filmed, I would be up to give that a go because I fulfil <laughs> the requirements. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think there was a little bit of self-insertion into the character of B, I won't lie. But yeah, I, it's interesting actually because I started off writing, and, and I'll be honest, yeah, B was a bit of self-insertion because you never see, you know, fat girls, no. or if they are fat, the story is about them trying to be thin, or the story is about them being loved despite, Yes. right? And that just always annoyed me, so there was a bit of kind of, of that element in it. So B is, B is fat, but she's just fat. The yes. story has nothing to do with her weight. Excellent. She's just fat. And then from that, I was like, actually, no, I want to have a bit of this kind of person. I want to have a bit of that kind of person. So we've got different ages, different sexualities, and different like skin tones. Mm -hmm. uh, culture's kind of not comparable because it's fairyland yeah. culture. But yeah, I just thought, you know, I want to have these kind of stories where, you know, people that aren't often represented are just in it. Yeah. And it's not about, you know, it's not if the story isn't about you being gay if you're gay or fat if you're fat. Or, yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Or they, they, they sound so far up my street. Oh. I, I will be picking some up later. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. <laughs> so you also write sci-fi. I do, um, yeah. Tell me about the sci-fi. 
Okay, so I've just released a standalone science mm -hmm. fiction novel, although people are now saying they want a sequel, so I might have to think about that. But I've just written a standalone science fiction novel. You know in Back to the Future, where Biff Tannen gets the sports almanac, yes. right? Yes. And, and becomes very famous. So again, my husband and I were talking about this in the car. I realize now a lot of my ideas kind Traveling. of seem to come yeah. from travel, yeah. <laughs> and we're just talking about this, that and the other, and we were talking about how, you know, if you go back in time, you're gonna you know, buy shares in iPhone or, yeah. or invent yeah. Amazon or whatever. And we were like, look, if time travel really existed, there's no way these huge corporations would ever allow that to happen. And then we, or I rather, arrived at the idea of my guy Kong. So Kong is a trans-temporal copyright protection officer. Right. And his job is to police the timeline to ensure that people can't go back yeah. and kind of biff tan in it. And kind of from that background premise, mystery, detective, mystery, noir, yeah. kind of comes out of that. So it's a wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey detective noir. Excellent. That also sounds really good as well. Thank so that's, you. that's great. So you're here at Worldcon. Mm -hmm. What panels are you appearing on and what discussions are you taking place in? Or oh, okay. So I was lucky. I did a couple of panels yesterday, mm. which were great fun. Mm -hmm. I moderated a panel on, you know, what is a hero and do we need a hero? And that was really interesting. There was some really good conversation from that. We had a, a fantasy, a high fantasy author. We had a hard science fiction author. And then we yeah. had a critic from yeah. Japan. And what was really interesting, I thought, was how, especially across the cultures, how these different approaches to heroism is. But it was kind of nice, because I think in the end we all agreed that heroes are better if they're not heroic as yes. such. Which, obviously, like I was talking about yeah. fairies tale, that's right up my street. So yeah, that was a really interesting panel. I, oh, my mind, stupidly, has gone completely blank <laughs> on the names of the people that okay. are in the panel. But that's fine. I can research that and put that oh, in. Yes. I, I Fix do that in the edit. I, I will put that in, yeah. And then I did another panel, which happily I wasn't moderating, so mm -hmm. I could just answer the questions on franchises. So we're talking about okay. Marvel yeah. and, and things like that. Otherwise, I'm on a panel on Sunday about the trope of the sleeping character. Right. That kind of Rip Van Winkle. Winkle yeah, yeah that Sleeping kind of... Beauty. And... Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So I'm, uh, yeah, so I'm quite into that. I was preparing for it, and this is going to sound very daft, but I was preparing for it and kind of reading articles and blah, 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 blah. And it only occurred to me on the ferry journey over here that I've actually written that book myself in, <laughs> in the time travel, in the slip, the time travel novel. There's kind of a, uh, a device. So if you go, the further back in time you go, yeah. you get time pressure. So if you think about like if you climb a mountain the, yes. or you go under the water. Yeah. So I devised that into my time travel system. There's got to be checks and balances. Checks and, exactly. Yeah, you've got to have <laughs> a limitation. Yeah, you right? do, yeah. So my limitation in this is this idea of time pressure. So yeah. the further back you go, the harder it is. Yeah. And as a result of that, Kong, my protagonist, has a lot of kind of memory loss. Right, okay. And it just, it just occurred to me on the journey over, I'm preparing for this kind of sleeping panel, and I'm like, I've written a whole book. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. That's, oh, that's fantastic. Okay, so just moving on a little bit mm. now. So what have you been reading lately oh, what, that you've loved? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have just read, like literally about just before coming to the con, I read Holly Black's series. Right. It's the Cruel Prince and the Wicked King. Yeah. And I, I read the whole thing over the Friday and the Saturday and the Sunday. Okay. I was just, I didn't do anything all day. My husband was knocking on the door, you know, do you want to eat some dinner? No, go away. I just loved them. Absolutely okay. fell in love with them. And she's here this weekend and I'm not sure if I'm going to have, an, I'm going to try and stalk her. 
it's good opportunity here to sort of like stalk people yeah. and you just say hello hi i love you <laughs> I, you're my favorite oh, person <laughs> i want to hug you forever so yeah no but honestly huge recommendation they're very they're kind of dark fairy f-a-f-e-a-f-a-e-r-i-e right. yeah. Yeah. yeah so they're not the <laughs> within the same rainbow as mine but not yeah. not the same and they're just wonderful she's got this heroine called jude and I don't want to spoil it, but you start off the book and you feel like the book is going to be thing A. Yeah. And it's setting itself up to be very traditionally kind of trope A, yeah. archetype A. And then about a third of the way through, it just throws it on its head. Oh, I, uh, I love it when they when authors do that. It's, it's so satisfying. It's it, like, oh, they're doing something new. new. This is brilliant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you're just like, right, turn the page, turn the page, turn the page. And Jude's a fantastic character. Okay. I like her a lot. Like, she's not... Uh, I don't know, Holly Black fans maybe are listening to this and you'll get comments, but I don't think she's a very nice person. Like, I'm rooting for her and yeah. I like her and she's determined and she's got these qualities that I admire. But I, I'm not entirely sure that I would want to have a drink with her. Like, she's quite scary. Okay. All right. You know. Yeah. Uh, but then she's grown up in a scary world. Yeah. But they're, they're wonderful. It's the kind of book where, like, literally I could talk about the characters. Yeah. The other author, actually, who's here this weekend, and again, I'm going to have to do some massive stalking, is Charlie Jane Anders. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I, I read The City in the Middle of the Night. Oh. oh. I've probably said that title completely wrong. I know which one you yeah. mean. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. A friend got it me for my birthday, and it was wonderful. Oh, I loved it. Oh, she's a beautiful writer. I read um, All the Birds in the Sky when I was doing an MA, and I, again, I just fell yeah. in love. I've never... Yeah. Beautiful beautiful book and this it, is fairies yeah. again oh you know, right okay or magic magic yeah. kind of magic versus technology and oh i just there's this beautiful line in it this little boy gets on the bus and oh, there's this line about the bus driver is saying you know you have to be unflappable and the boy's like i don't think i've ever been flapped <laughs> and it's just this line that's just stayed with me it's about four oh, years fantastic. later now so yeah i'd love to, i'd love to meet her i'd love to meet charlie jane anders i'd love to meet holly black I'm just gonna have to get some Dutch courage and do a stalk. Yes, I think. I, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm the same. I'm. There's people who I've already interviewed who I've never, who I haven't actually met in person yet. So I'm, I'm like just trying to sort of screw my courage to the sticking yeah. place to go and say, hello, we had that interview and you were really good. And I, I wimped out yesterday because they uh. were with lots of other, you know, authors, and it was like. <laughs> Come on, you're trying to do this. I seriously, I feel that so much because like, I, you, you know, especially with authors, I think, you just, you fall in love so entirely with what they've done and yes. what they've created. And if, you know, if you're really transported, right? Like, you know, then you're drawing fan art and writing fan fiction and just like yeah. following every piece of media. And then they're just there and, oh, I go to pieces. I'm dreadful, I've got no chill. I, 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 call, it, I, I call it saving up my sanity points. <laughs> That's brilliant. So it's it's that, like a riff on playing the Cthulhu role-playing game where you have sanity points and you uh, can yes, lose I them. Know it, yeah. And it's a case of like, well, I've got these sanity points. I will spend them on speaking to this person without making an arse of myself. Oh, that's such a good idea. And then I have to then recharge them because then I need like lie down for about 10 minutes and then oh, I can go and see gosh. somebody else and that's be social. such a good idea. I'm stealing <laughs> that. That's wonderful. So things that you've been reading anything that you've been watching that you've loved recently oh wow yeah so yeah my husband and I as I think we're all geeky people you know we binge mm. right she 
Oh, yes. I cannot even <laughs> how obsessed. I did an interview with the BSFA last year for one of my books, right? And I just tanked the interview because I just watched She-Ra <laughs> and I ended up spending my entire interview talking about She-Ra. Oh. I love it. It's, it's so pure. It's so <laughs> pure. And it's just, the characterization is amazing. And like, uh, th I'm going to tank this podcast oh, now. No. Don't read my books. Watch She-Ra. Like, <laughs> it's so wonderful. I love, I love Entraptor and yes. Scorpia and I, I feel sympathy for Hordak and I was like, what? Oh. How did you manage that? Okay. Oh. I haven't got that far. Oh. I, no, 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 that, that's fine. That's, I, I've watched the first series, I'm re-watching and then I'm going to watch the rest of it. Oh, I won't a say a binge. word then. They're all but... downloaded, so when I, when I go back to my room and I put Sheet Rara on. Oh, okay. <laughs> I won't say a word except you are in for some treats. Okay. Season three. Season two is wonderful. Season three is exceptional. Okay. Have you seen Steven Universe? No. Oh, well then, if you love Sheet I'm pretty sure you will love Steven Universe. It's amazing. Um, it's the first, the, the complete first season is on Netflix. If that's if that's helpful. Yes, very. And um, it's about a well, it's Steven Universe and the Crystal Gems, and it it starts off being this weird little cartoon, and you're like, okay, this is a weird little cartoon, and then about sort of like six, seven, eight episodes in, and they're only like ten minutes, so mm. they're like you can inhale. You can them. manage it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It becomes you get you get punched in the fields and then you repeatedly get punched in the fields oh. and it just grows and it's beautiful and it's this like perfect representation of queer relationships oh. there's this one because all the crystal gems are sort of uh, depicted as being feminine whether they are or not is but they they all kind of present as female and so there's amethyst who's the one that i Amethyst is my birthstone. Mine as well. So we must be like February's. Yes, February. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just fabulous. She's she, she's she's short. She's dumpy. Oh. She she's purple. Um, there's Pearl, who is very sort of precise and neat. Sounds and wonderful. then there's Garnet. And there's a spoiler about Garnet, which I will not go no, into right now. Because I'm going to watch you, this. You need to watch it. Because, and there's songs. And the songs are amazing, and you will love it. Oh and it's set in a little God. seaside town, and it's amazing. This is a gift. Thank you so <laughs> much. No problem. Everybody should be watching. Yeah, Steven it Universe. sounds like <laughs> it. See, now the other thing that I got into recently, and I'm so behind this, but this kind of everyone mm -hmm. should be watching, a Supernatural. Oh. And okay. I've missed that for it's, I'm like 15 years, yes, right? Yeah. And just this year, I've gotten into it, mm. and yeah, I love it now. Absolutely adore. And I was like talking, you know, we were trying to work out why we didn't watch it at the time. And I think because at the time I was very into Buffy. Yeah. You know, really, really big Buffy it, fan. It was like Buffy with boys. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> and I think we just, you know, I just dismissed it. Yeah. And what a mistake, because that's hysterical. I've it's seen so bits. Over I, the get, top. I get so far and then I kind of, I dawdle out of it. But I, I mm. mean, the fandom for it is Huge the fandoms and yeah, rabid. yeah, in a good wow. way. That's yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. So like, having just discovered it quite recently, like, I, yeah, I've done like the Tumblr dives yeah. and things like that, and it's a nice, friendly fandom. Yeah, and it's obviously like very passionate, but yeah, I don't know. I just kind of feel like oh, I wish I'd gone into this. Like everyone was like, you must watch it. You know, come on, everyone watches Supernatural, and I just I don't know. I never did, and more for me. I think sometimes. I know sometimes I just go, I'm going to be contrary now and I'm going to dig my heels in and say, yeah, no, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. Shots. Can't make me. No. <laughs>
So that's things you've been watching. Mm. Um, have you been listening to any music or do you listen to music? I, I do listen to music, but I mean, this is going to be a bit of a dud answer for you because I'm about 30 years out of time. Um, the general sort of joke is if it came out any time after like 96, then I'm not going yeah. to know who it is. That's, that's pretty much me because I, I kind of... I always thought I would never stop listening to new music. I would always continue to listen to new music. And somewhere along the line, I I sort of I stopped at about two thousand and five or something. So, and then recently, Lizzo came into my life, and she's I don't an know, amazing yeah. um, artist. She's she's big girl. She plays flute. Oh wow! And she is incredible. There was a she did a gig at a desk for um, American Radio NPR oh, okay. and I have got it somewhere on my timeline I will share it with you oh please I'm going to have to get a pen and paper her, and write all this down her voice is just absolutely incredible and oh. she's amazing and she was saying if you can love me you sure as hell can love yourself and I was just like tearing up watching it it was oh, amazing no. so she she's she's fantastic so I will, oh, I will link you in on that gig because it was fabulous oh no please do but yeah I, I tend to sort of I listen to things that were, that came out before I was born. Yeah, so, so that like, tends I'm, to be. I'm a seventies, sixties, seventies. You know, give David me a bit Bowie. of David <laughs> Bowie, of course, The Kinks, The Beatles, Cat Stevens, Rolling Stone, Mott the Hoople. You know, or yeah. this is this is yes. clear water. You know, this yes. is where I live, kind of thing. But it works out quite nicely because a lot of these guys now, all these bands. You know, they're doing the tour circuit. Yeah. And they're not like super, super overcrowded. Yeah. Neil Diamond's a monster. He always does stadiums yeah. and they're always like 200 pounds. Yeah, yeah. So I'm never going to see Neil Diamond. But recently I was able to see, we saw Bob Dylan. Wow. Which yeah. was hysterical and bizarre and amazing. Okay. All at once. Like, he, I don't, in, he's not singing. I mean, he was never quite a singer no, anyway. No. But, He's kind of unintelligible now. Right. And we were listening to one of his songs and I was joking with uh, with my husband. I was saying, oh, you know, this is, um, I don't know, blowing in the wind or whatever, la, la, la. And we were just joking and laughing and then we realised it actually was. <laughs> but I mean, we got to see him and I'm delighted. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's yeah. lovely. And we saw Paul Simon recently and we saw Cat Stevens. I cried when we saw Cat Stevens. Yeah. I just weeped. So yeah, it's kind of cool being into the older stuff because you yeah, sort of have a yeah, bit more, yeah. you know, like if you want to see, I don't know, like somebody, I'm struggling, who's popular? Taylor Swift, right? Yeah. You know, that's going to be a hard gig to get into yeah. and if, you know, you're going to be miles at the back. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, give it 20 years and you can see yeah. Taylor Swift probably yeah. really easily. Yeah, I'm, or she'll be doing a residency in Las Vegas. Yes, yeah. Which is something we all should aspire to. Oh. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear me sing, honestly. I have a bucket with holes in where I keep the tune. Oh, fantastic. So, um, just moving on again. Mm -hmm. What do you think deserves more love? Oh, wow. Uh, I hear there's these really good books by F.D. Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think The Planet, that's a crap yes. answer. But I mean, no. actually, seriously, I think the planet and the people and animals, I'm very animal rightsy, yep. you know. I, I'm very into all of that, so I'm going to give kind of a hippy dippy answer. No, I, no, I guess that, you, no, that is absolutely fine. I Everybody. don't know about a geek answer, but a hippy dippy answer. I think you know the world's on fire. It is, and we're all going to die. And you kind of scream it. You're like, no, seriously, we we are all going to die. Yep. <laughs> like, it's, it's happening. It is terrifying. Yes. Stop <laughs> flying. You know. Stop eating meat. Stop voting for lunatics. Yes. You know. Please come stop on. voting for lunatics. Yeah. Please stop. Come on, guys. 
You've Enough. had your fun. <laughs> I mean, we're all laughing, but you know, now's time to stop, right? So I don't know. Yeah, and genuinely, I, I think people in the planet. Yeah, it, it's quite funny because I've asked this question of several different people now, and I've kind of expected them to sort of like just wreck books by their friends and things like that. And that oh, know, I should have done that. Whoops. But that's that's okay. You can still do that. But also, everybody's gone the state of the world we need yeah. the world needs more love and I'm like this yeah. this is great because there's so many people who have so much goodwill yeah that and I think it's important to realize that we have power because it seems it's very easy at the moment to feel absolutely hopeless you know you've got Trump and Johnson and you know all this stuff like we were watching the news yeah. last night yeah. of the oil tanker and is that going to kick off in Iran again and obviously the environmental issues that we've got but I mean actually the benefit I'm, I'm not a consumerist person I don't I don't believe in it I think capitalism is, is yeah. not a good deal but the one benefit of having this kind of neoliberal capitalist society is actually we, ha we do have power because we have money yes and if you withdraw your spending power you know like the rise of veganism now is amazing yeah. you know or if you withdraw your spending power from flights and withdraw your spending power you know in those ways that will make a difference because actually the system is you know bizarrely yeah. the system yeah. that's killing us has it's like the death star you yeah. know okay, it, it's yeah. actually got this kind of exhaust port but we've just got to start taking advantage of it so i, I think there is a reason to feel hopeful um but i think yeah it, it you know we have to exert our power and of course voting yeah yeah absolutely voting sensibly not just voting you know <laughs> <laughs> the right people should have them <laughs> yeah or just stop the wrong people yeah, just at this stage please. just stop the wrong people you know yeah it's a bit of Hobbes choice at the moment but anything's better that's sure. a really down kind of I don't know I'm trying to make it sound pause no it it, it is and thank you for oh, thank your time you. today thank you so much that was great Thank you for listening today and thank you for FD Lee for taking part at Worldcon and taking time out of her schedule. And also thanks as always to Rob Shop for letting me use his music Take to the Skies. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.